0: This podcast was produced by FM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On Air.
1: We are living in a time where our future is uncertain, which means youth voice is as important as ever. Kia ora. Join me, Leo, on Operation Rakatahi on FM's Youth Zone 105.4 FM 1575 AM or online at oar.org.nz or download the Youth Zone app on Google Play or the Apple App Store. I'm on the air every second Tuesday at 4 pm. Kia ora and welcome to Operation Rakatahi with Leo. So today we're on episode 67 and This is a show that has lots of different facets and I didn't quite know how to title it and sum it up, but I think this, okay, but like I'm going to be talking about my criticism of the cultural and media representation of bodies and what that ensues and how that in the big picture and specifically in regards to youth. So, yeah, so I'm going to go across many different facets about how the media and culturally around us, um, there's discrimination against bodies. And we all know that they all come in different shapes and sizes, but it feels like the wider world uh, doesn't respect that. And it, it, it there's lots of different facets that um, it goes down into, but I'll sum it up with some... what. Sort of biases there are in to do with this, what the discrimination looks like, and talk about some examples of different people in the limelight and um, portrayals in media. So, and then I'll specifically go down what that means for youth and particularly the hypersexualization of youth in entertainment. So, like, it's going to be a big show, but, um, it's going to be a short... But it's a big show, but it's going to be a short show because I've got to quickly run off somewhere. So it'll be a shorter show. So, yeah. Um, so, first off, I've got a bit of notice here. So, the um, currently the New Zealand International Science Festival is running at the moment. Um, it started on the 8th and it will run through to the 18th um, later this week. So get involved, there's lots of stuff going on whether you're into science or you can get involved with it politically because there's lots of talk about climate change and all that, so like whatever way you, or you just want to be entertained about what's going on and what is happening and you just want to know, just check it out, you can Google it, you'll get all the information and there's tickets to lots of different events, some are free, some aren't like, there's lots of things you can do and just search it up and Just Google it and you'll get all the information you need. And there's lots of different events going on that you can get involved in. So, yeah. So, first up, I'm going to play a song. Yeah. Uh, And I haven't decided which one yet. So, I'm going to go with... uh, I'm going to go with Toys Tangerine. just give- And welcome back to Operation Rakatahi with Leo. So let's get into the show. So today I'm going to be talking about the the cultural slash media representation of bodies and why it is discriminatory. Um, the fact that the idea of bodies come into question in media and culturally, not just in in um forms of media it comes across as it honestly you it makes the world seem like everyone talks the talk about it doesn't matter what shape or size you are but then you're getting a counter-argument by projecting what is considered um, from the media and people just imposing opinions that doesn't actually matter to them about what is considered healthy or ideal which is not the case it's whatever size anyone comes in is no one's blooming business and i'm going to use some examples about how it comes across whether it's subtle or not subtle and why the exacerbation of this expectation and cultural problem is showing in the world. And so I'm going to start off with there's a massive debacle. I don't get why this is a big deal. Um, so there is so many tabloidy type articles out there. And it's really disappointing me because I'm seeing some prestigious newspapers starting to pick up stuff like this and news outlets um, doing this sort of thing. Um, and it, talking about. People, uh, particularly in, in particular celebrities, because they live in the public eye, and you see what goes on for them. But there's a whole thing that's been going on for Adele and Rebel Wilson, and they have shown that they've been rebel more publicly than Adele. That um, they've been going through a weight loss journey, and the problem with it is, is the media has exacerbated it into this big, grand problem. Well, not a problem. They're talking about how it's so great that they're doing this and doing that for their health and all this. And it's like, actually, why is this news? Like, it actually disappoints me when you don't get any, when we've got such a filtered news that tells us all about, uh, that doesn't tell us all the big things like Myanmar that I've gone over and Samoa with all these big things that are happening in the world that you're not getting much representation in our news about. And here we're getting Adele and Rebel Wilson going on this inspiring weight loss journey but then also like why aren't we talking about their work and their art, Adele and her music and Rebel interacting? her acting, like you, you don't get them talking about what they do in the real world at the moment and like who they are as people and actually the only place I think it would be okay to hear that stuff from is them themselves because it's theirs to tell it, who cares what size they are and whether they're going through a weight loss or not and you see this with um like like i just keep coming to the fact that it's their story to tell why is it such a big deal and it actually annoys me that um we're getting all of this to get people to click on it because apparently it's interesting and it's a big deal but like why is it a big deal that they're Changing their body down. No one talked about their body beforehand. Like it's not actually an issue. It's not actually news. Why is the world talking about this? Like it's a big deal. And it kind of exacerbates the stereotype of. Uh, being o- overweight is bad and and thin. Potentially good. But like it's not actually a problem. Why is it that the world is. Projects all these things onto the world and the problem and onto these people who live in the public eye and show what is good and what is bad. And it's also in what they're not saying. They're talking about how great it is that that they're losing weight, but actually that's none of the media's or anyone's business. It's their story to tell. If they chose to document that in a documentary or on their social media, sure, that's theirs to tell. It's not the media's to tell. It's not newsworthy. It's not actually news like if you're going to report on them report about what work that they're doing whether that's in their acting or in their music or if they're doing anything any humanitarian work or whatever they do like why are we talking about this now on the flip side of this i have noticed with these two particular characters there is a massive gender bias in this representation because you don't see them talking about men's bodies and men's celebrities in that way because um, it's cons- because there's a real, why are we talking about women's bodies? And if you're going to talk about bodies, why are you only criticizing women's bodies and not men's bodies as well? I don't think you should criticize anybody, but it, it is a thing to take notice of because why is it a big deal at all? And why are we scrutinizing women most of all? Because, like, if I'm going to use an example of someone who is public, a man who's publicly going through a weight loss journey and talking about it, but they're not actually getting any news and nobody actually talks about it into the same level as Adele or Rebel Wilson. I'm going to use James Corden as an example, because he's talked on his show about the sorts of things that he's going through in his life, but... No one is talking about it. No one's scrutinising him. No one's talking about him. But as soon as someone like Adele or Rebel Wilson does the sorts of things, they are exploited in a way that's actually sexist. That they're talking about their those women's bodies as um something that they can they talk they 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 think about women's bodies as something you can talk about, but no one talks about men's bodies so there's a real disparity in that that really um kind of is it is discriminatory it is both um sexist and um and fat phobic and it's not actually okay and talking about people in that way shouldn't be an issue and the fact that there's also a harsher critic eye on women's bodies in particular is another level of discrimination that is grappling our world and this doesn't just happen in the media it happens in the real world too it's not just happening to celebrities people day to day is criticism and most criticism i see on Women in particular, and it is not okay. These are just public examples of what the cultural viewpoint and depiction is going across the world, and it's just because they live in the public eye they get more focus. But it does happen in the real world, real world too, which is absolutely not okay. And yeah, but the other on the flip side of this, you have. We're also living in a time where we have a major pop star in the world, in in an example of Lizzo, who pretty much, in her music and in her everyday life, she embraces, and she's a role model in talking about these issues, um, talking about these issues without talking about them. She. She talks about them in her songs, but she lives her life and she doesn't care what people think of her. And she's, uh, how do I word this? She's trailblazing in a world, particularly in Hollywood, in a world of, there is such expectation for people to be um, considered, well, um, because there's ideal body types in the industry that are Going around, and she's managed to tap into um, pop culture in a way that I don't think she would have been able to ten years ago, and it just shows that we have come a long way in talking about and accepting these sorts of. And she talks about body positivity in a way that is inclusive, and she, but there's also she does it in a way that brings people in and she almost has this way of tackling the issue without talking about it and she just lives her life and she's honestly one of the most joyful people in the public eye that you can come across. Like, she... How do I explain this? Um, Yeah, but you hear it in her music, in her lyrics and you can but it, it it shows that you can overcome whatever is going on in Hollywood. But then you've also got on the flip side, a, a society and an industry that is criticizing these bodies and talking about it being a good thing when major celebrities do go through weight loss journeys. So it, it, it just shows how um, biased and Contradictory our society is where we're able to accept, but it, it also just exposes underlying levels of discrimination that people are either not talking about, but then they're exposing it when someone like Adele or Rebel Wilson are going through those sorts of journeys and exposing that discrimination without, but also using it in praise of those people moving towards the typical model stereotype of the, the to an unrealistic body type because they're moving towards the, the what is considered quote unquote the ideal which is not okay and it's just and i feel like it's really important that we have stars like lizzo and there are many others out there i'm just using probably the most famous example who are trailblazing in creating acceptance and inclusivity and positivity around um, body size, and it's and she's showing she's showing just by living her life, not caring what people think of her, that it doesn't actually matter, and just be able to be at home in one's body because. Lots of people do go through these sorts of issues where there's not and a around body size and it's when you have representation from someone in the public eye who is showing that it doesn't matter and what people think and what people say is their their prejudice and their issues to deal with and but when we also live in a society where that sort of prejudice and discrimination doesn't go away you've also live in a and and it exposes itself when someone who like Adele or Rebel Wilson are going through these journeys you you, you see that it exposes it in a way that is not kind just because someone is thinning out their body doesn't mean it's quote unquote good. Like, cause it doesn't matter what size anyone is. It's just who they are. So long as they're a nice person in the world, who cares? Like, I don't think we should actually allow that sort of prejudice, to continue and i know that's very idealistic of me to say and very hard to counteract that but it shouldn't be allowed and um yeah so that covered i'm gonna go to a quick song break i'll play a lizzo song because i can't not talk about her without playing a lizzo song and i may play another kiwi song on top of that and then i'm going to come back and talk about the treatment of youth in regards to body and the hypersexualization that comes with that after the break so here we go check
0: my nails. Baby, how you feel? <laughs> ¡Suscríbete al
2: Yeah. Choice as celebrating local music. Join Carl every second Tuesday as he brings you the latest in local music as well as some Kiwi favourites. Hear from the musicians, discover new music and celebrate New Zealand's unique music scene. That's Choice as on Youthstone every second Tuesday at 4.30pm on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM. Oh, it's the etiquette of me, spitting letters over beats, in a Hope there a heaven for a G. Putting letters in the tweets, giving enemies a peace. Matter of fact, if you don't collect the feed, put that pen upon a leash and protect your inner peace. Time scarce any seconds Save keep keeps So people trying to leash them retreat and learn to just let it, let it, let it, let it, let it, let it, let it go. Just let it, let it, let it go. Keep pushing the ain't worth the energy, better just let it, let it, let it, let it, let it, let it, let it go. Just let it, let it, let it go. Keep pushing the ain't worth the energy.
0: I could have been broke, made more than a few cents every single, buried in the man the ceiling can't grow anymore, that's a spiritual healing and ego, tripping the sea, flipping off all the people, he that's a he you lost like Nemo,
2: swimming with the fishes down, that energy, a just let it, let it, let it, let it, let it, let it, let it go, just let it, let it, let it go, keep pushing it, ain't worth the energy, but just let it, 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 just let it, let it, let it go, keep pushing, it ain't worth the energy. Just let it, let it, let it, let it, let it, let it, let it go. Just let it, let it, let it go, keep pushing, that ain't worth the energy. Just let it, let it, let it, let it, let it, let it go. Just let it, let it, let it go, keep pushing, that ain't worth the energy. Ooh, I'm busy working the system, I'm earning a living, definitively murdering rhythm. You need a kernel of wisdom, you running an engine to get about the personal grid.
1: Kia ora and welcome back to Operation Rakatahi with Leo. So you were listening to Masbo Q's Just Let It Go with like many people who featured on it. You can, if you like that, you can search it up. Um, so... If you're just joining us now. I'm going to be talking about the treatment of youth in the media in terms of body and the hypersexualization of that. And um, yeah, we're we're living in a time where um, youth are being depicted in a way that is unrealistic in in terms of um, body because um, you're getting in. Teen TV shows are often teenagers are being played by people in their um, late 20s and 30s um, playing teenagers, and you get this issue where you've got fully grown um, people in and they've fully grown people and and who aren't who don't really look like teenagers, let's be real, like and you've got a whole depiction of teenagers needing to have um ripped abs or having in terms of men or uh, having small petite bodies in terms of women um so and if you've ever been to high school you know that everyone's going to be in the awkward stage like you, a lot of it in high school yeah most of it will be halfway between Being children and adults, so you've got that weird in-between thing. So no one's going to look highly masculine. No one's going to look highly feminine. They're going to probably lull between this weird limbo period, and and also no youth is ever going to have flawless skin. Like you're not. They also represent teenagers without um zits or um any form of skin that isn't considered flawless quote-unquote and no teenager is ever going to have hair that falls exactly natural like in how they depict natural hair to fall is depicted as perfect but like no one's ever going to have hair that's going to fall exactly how they want it because that's just not what people expect it to be and the fact that also, you're hypersexualizing youth, because not all youth are going to be highly sexual, and it's even the ones who are dabbling in that aren't going to be at the level that they represent youth in TV shows or movies, because they're depicting them with... The, it's just... and it, it... it's a problem when you have adults playing teenagers in film, in, in TV, because you've got this issue of people that are can, can like they and the other thing about also casting adults who are 25 30 playing teenagers is they're often going to cast people who are conventionally attractive, and that is not very realistic. And it really is showing in a way that I think is probably showing a representation of what youth should look like, and um you know that's never going to like not not every youth is going to look exactly how they portray them in places like i think the biggest example of this is a show like riverdale that um they represent teenagers as hypersexual and having being conventionally attractive having perfect skin perfect hair perfect everything in a conventional way and these are 25 year olds who vary between the age of 25 and maybe 30, like, and they are people who aren't look, they look like adults. They do not look like teenagers. And every single one in that cast, you would not see at your everyday high school. Like, and it really just exacerbates this expectation of how, um, how it's, because it just exacerbates this expectation of how what what the media thinks teenagers should look like which is not always ever going to be attainable and it is not inclusive and it's not bringing people in it creates this um i guess this create it, it it creates an expectation that isn't going to be always that can't be met and it's And it's not like it's just particularly um, and it's also not great for youth because lots of youth during high school will be going through lots of bodily changes and they're not going to look like that probably while they're at high school. Like, I don't think people really come into their own skin fully until after high school and even then it's not always the case. And and it's quite an insecure time for young people and when you've got that expectation of having to look a certain way that also is kind of looking down on youth and making them seem like their their body is not great and not serving them in everyday life which is not the case because not everyone has to look it is not not everyone is going to look conventionally attractive and pe- what you get and like it really just I think it creates a it creates a problem where lots of youth are going to be self-conscious about body which is not what you want to see and I feel like there's a long way to go in depicting how bodies should look in during in in film and TV during that high school and during high school period, because it's not going to be particularly great, but also on the flip side, there is an even different treatment on how, um, LGBTQIA plus community are depicted in film and TV, because yet again, when you talk about youth broadly it's like this but I feel like when you're talking about the queer community there is a more I feel like there is a more focus on the hypersexualization in film and TV compared to the straight counterparts in film and TV they're either going to be even more hypersexualized or they're going to be really prudish and be considered a virgin Mary type character which is not ideal because it, cre- it exacerbates an unrealistic expectation around um, queer voices in film and TV, which is not what you want to see around the place. And it is different from um, the representation of... Even within the queer community, it is different the treatment they have towards bodies because how a trans person is depicted in TV and film is different to how a gay person or a lesbian person is depicted across this and especially even bisexual people. It is depicted very differently, but there is a more what i what I have come across there is a more hypersexualization around that community, and it almost creates more. Unrealistic expectations of what people should look like because um, it's already a less represented community than the straight community on film and TV, and there's and it's less represented in society in general anyway. So you've also got that depiction of, and also they're also depicted in a way that they're either lesser than than the straight characters in those shows. And particularly when going back to body, it's and the sexualization of that, it is there is a clear disparity between um straight characters and queer characters in shows. Um going back to Riverdale, for example, they don't get the same focus as the straight characters do, and they probably have an even more sexualization um of them in terms of there is more depictions of them not being monogamous in that quote unquote sort of way that creates a um, unrealistic representation that is not completely accurate. And because everyone is different and not everyone is going to, and especially in that high school period, not everyone is going to be dabbling in hypersexual areas. And it's, and, and it's, and the the key word on hyper, it it's, it blows it up out of proportion in a way that makes young people in movies and TV seem like sex hungry freaks, which is not the case. And well, you you probably you may come across some people who are like that, but that's not going to be the status quo for everyone. So it's kind and it gives a misrepresentation of youth across the spectrum across the sexuality spectrum. I'm now going to talk globally about youth again. Um, And you get this disparity of what is represented to youth as a unrealistic way. So I feel like I covered everything I wanted to talk about. And I just feel like we need to get rid of this prejudice around bodies and hypersexualization of youth not just in film and tv but broadly too like because any piece of art is a representation of the cultural ideologies of that specific time frame and um we're living in a time where you're getting more voices especially youth and especially in more um and in particularly more minorities we're getting more representation that we need to get rid of and and also you're getting more representation around different body types more and more because the world is opening up to viewing those stories but you're also still getting those discriminatory and prejudicial measures in place around um body and it is not particularly kind and it is not something that should continue so if anything that i have mentioned has either um has affected you in some sort of way and you need support contact 1737 i always include this in every show so everyone knows where to go and it just creates more inclusion around that and so also Download the Youth Zone app on Google Play or the Apple App Store and visit my uh, the our, my show's Instagram page at operation.rangatahi. If you want to come on the show as a guest or have any issues you want spoken about on the air, flick me an email at operation.rangatahi at gmail.com. Also, I've got big news around the show that it's only just happened before I walked into the studio and started um, talking to the air. Um, that my show, um, Operation Rakatahi, is now moving to Wednesdays. We're no longer on Tuesdays because I have now got lectures pretty much directly after that, and it's a very quick turnaround. So starting in two weeks' time, when the next show comes out, on Wednesday the 28th of July, we will now be airing every second Wednesday at 4 to 5pm, not Tuesdays. So, um, yes, so... Takeitiiano, see you on the new showtime of Wednesdays and bye. This podcast was produced by OrFM Dunedin, with support
0: from New Zealand on the air.